Hey, this is Coco Columbia. You're listening to Sounds of PDX. This is Bo Bascoro. This is Shay Altered. Hey, this is Andrew. And this is Laura. More Rocco Code. This is Josh. And this is Nick. More Talk Modern. This is Malachi. And this is Ryan. We're Small Million. And you're listening to Sounds of PDX. Sounds of PDX. Sounds of PDX on PRP. Good Tuesday evening, Portland and beyond. I'm very excited to be with you tonight. I'm your host, Luke Neal. This is Sounds of PDX on KSFL LP Portland, 99.1 FM or PRP.FM. Thank you so much for streaming us wherever you are, and thank you for supporting local radio. Very excited to welcome my brothers and I back to the studio. Guys, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having us. You've got some new music coming out. Uh, I interviewed Eric and Jordan, it seems like forever ago. It was. Back in the spring of 2016. Yeah. You all were gracious enough to come on the air with me at that time. You had a brand new LP that had just dropped. Lots of exciting things. We're going to recap all of that, but it's exciting. You've got a new EP coming out, EP release show, which we've got tickets to give away to, and some more information. I want to pick your brain about uh, the studio, engineer, producers. We're going to go up and down the whole thing. So if you'd like to join the conversation on PRP.FM, you can log in, ask myself a question, say something to my brothers and I. You can also tweet us at PDX Radio Project. We're going to be listening to their influences tonight in the first hour. Second hour, we've got all my brothers and I. So stick around. Plenty of great stuff to do. Uh, We're just going to hop right into the PDX Spotlight playlist. I wanted to start the show with an upbeat track singer-songwriter that I love Troy Sivan who uh, submitted My 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 this is an awesome song um, I think actually our manager Kyle showed it to us at first and then we were just like heck yeah we're into that and we had, we had actually I think I saw him at uh, South by Southwest at like the YouTube whatever they call it a booth I guess I don't know YouTube but he stage, was there yeah. YouTube stage Changes yeah that's the good that's the good way uh, and it was super good he was he was a lot of fun to watch and yeah, this is like his his next single out. I think I don't think he's released the rest of his album yet. But yeah, this came out this May eighteenth, brand yeah. new single. Yeah, you're yeah. totally right. Uh, I was into um, Broods, and through Broods, I found Troy Sivan. They did a collaboration oh, yeah. a couple years ago. Another great band. Uh, like I said, we're listening to the current influences of my brothers and I. I've got Jordan, Eric, and Scott in studio with me. Sorry, David, Scott, and Eric with us. <laughs> Jordan is not feeling well. Hope you're doing good if you're listening, my friend. Uh, <laughs> let's kick it off. Here it is, Troy Sivan with My 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 on Sounds of PDX. latest single from Troy Savon. He is an influence of my brothers and I. They're hanging out with me tonight because they're releasing brand new music. They've got an EP dropping on the 17th of August. It's a self-titled EP. Is that right? Um, it's or, a secret. Okay. A, okay. We yeah. haven't actually announced the name of it. Okay. Perfect. And the album artwork that maybe people have seen, maybe saw the cover or something. It doesn't have the title on it. It just has band name. So that's okay. Hence why I was, well, so for tonight we'll call it self-titled yeah, sure. or mystery title <laughs> yeah. EP. How many tracks are we looking at? Six. Awesome. Now, uh, in what way may it differ um, from some previous releases? Um, I think just access to more slash better resources. Uh, First album we were super happy with, and I think we're kind of surprised at the amount of uh, like commercial success it had with like our licensing and things like that. Um, Just because it, it wasn't necessarily in like the nicest of studios. Um, but we've always kind of written songs with like pop in mind and more like mainstream sounds. Uh, but now we felt like we had like 
the access to resources to, to kind of make it sound more radio ready uh, and, and sound like something that can compete with with songs that are on top 40 and things like that. So I think just like overall production quality and things like that, it sounds a little bit more like what we had our site set on the first time around, but just didn't have the resources to do it. I think folks, uh, the, your fans will know when you're ready's been out for a little while, and it, it was clear with that single when that dropped. Um, you know more the way that you were leaning, uh, but yeah, looking back, it was a 2015 you released uh, "Don't Dream Alone." A ton of success with that. You were just mentioning like you shouldn't blink at this. Stats are showing 10 million streams through streaming services, with a wide focus on "Nowhere to Run" and "Scars." I know "Scars" has resonated with a ton of people. Uh, you guys have also had a lot of com commercial success. Uh, uh, one of which, Na Na Na, was in Clark's men's footwear ad. I haven't seen it, um, but you know, we talk a lot, especially with pop artists, about licensing and how uh, it's just so different from 20, 30 years ago. The, the industry is so different. It's a brilliant way uh, to find out about artists. In 2012, because of JBL, I found out um, about uh, 21 Pilots. Mm -hmm. uh, on their totally. debut record. So when I saw you guys getting licensing and, and you were on uh, a couple of shows, you were also VH1 uh, ones to watch. Uh, you've got promo there. You're on a couple of television shows. Like, how did that feel you releasing this and going, there's so many people enjoying this right now? It's exciting for sure. I think uh, that's kind of always, we feel like we've, we've got songs that we're really proud of, songs that we... Um, I don't know. It just feels, we've always felt like the missing piece has been just the ears, like getting it in front of people because we feel like we've got songs that um, can, like we said, like can compete with, with top 40 songs and, and pop songs and things like that. Um, but we just haven't necessarily known how to get it in front of the right people or who we're supposed to be getting it in front of or like what that missing piece is. Um, so it's exciting to like have that, like the dominoes start falling, I guess, for sure. It's, it's pretty surreal. Anyone who heard that LP, thought it was kind of inevitable. Like it's gonna resonate with folks for sure. Well, when you're talking about like the commercial success, at least for me, I was a little naive as to what our music could do. Um, when people started asking for it to be used in commercials, I was like, when we were in the studio, we just wanted people to like listen to it on a CD. <laughs> so for that part of the industry to be open to us, um, we, you know, we weren't writing those songs to get into a commercial, but then people wanted it on their shows and Oprah Winfrey Network contacted our guys and they're like, what? hey, can we use Scars? We're like, sure, you do whatever uh, the heck you awesome. want with oh, Scars. Yeah, that one was uh, Queen Sugar. Yeah, that was okay. crazy for us. And just things that we did not imagine. So it was really cool to take the song, like it was cool for other people to, sh I don't know, show interest, I guess. Like that's really what it comes down to is we just want to write songs that we believe in and that can connect to other people. And when people are connect to it in a way to where they want to put it in their own projects or shows or whatever it is it's just a really uh humbling and at the same time proud moment for us i think i've always felt that you guys have uh soundtrack you know music the the first time i heard you a bunch of your stuff made it to my playlist and still hasn't left i think on top of just the pop sensibility timeless production that you had on the last uh lp and of course your stage presence we're going to be talking about your, you guys live because uh first time i saw you live was pretty mind-blowing uh you have a lot of things going david said it right you guys are plug and play i say it to everybody that we have the conversation about my brothers and i it's 
they're ready, man. We just need some more ears. Uh, so we're going to be talking about the live thing coming up. We'll get you details on the EP release show that's taking place August 18th at the Holocene, just down the street here. I've also got the link for the uh, video, When You're Ready. I'm going to talk to the guys about uh, how they filmed that, the creative process, and if Jordan wanted to be the villain that he ended up being in the video. <laughs> uh, let's get back to the playlist. This is a brand new single you guys brought in from John Mayer. I didn't know he dropped new music. Mm-hmm. New song is called New Light. I really dig this one. Who brought this to us i mean okay the whole like list collectively the whole list is like yeah. a lot of songs that we've just been listening to together really? uh, especially with the the gigs we've been doing and longer trips we've been on um but yeah this one i think if you haven't seen the video that's really the the cherry on top so. he's on point right now john mayer jordan i think seems to be vibing on him the most he's the one that's like all over every instagram story and twitter like he's all like all over john mayer right now for sure then let's dedicate this to jordan heck yeah Uh, this goes out to jordan next track on our pdx spotlight playlist new light by john mayer stick around Thank you to Living Room Realty and all of our supporters here at PRP. We're a nonprofit independent station that plays a local artist every 15 minutes. So go to PRP.FM, click the support button to see how you can support us and keep great local music on the air. Speaking of great local music, my brothers and I, one of my favorite local bands, uh, these guys have been super busy over the last couple of years, but they're back tonight. We're talking about new music that's coming out August 17th. They've got a release show uh, on August 18th at Holocene. Now, it looks looks like from the event information, you're sharing the stage with one artist. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so it's Dylan Dunlap. I'm not familiar with him. Let's give him a quick shout out. He is from not American Idol. From LA. He was on The Voice. He was on The Voice. Okay. Yeah. So that's maybe where people might have seen or heard of him. Um, and is he, a, is he a, a Northwest kid? He's from LA. Okay. So that's uh, <clears throat> somebody we met through our manager who lives down in LA. Um. And these will be uh, the first, we're playing three shows, I think a string, a string of three shows with him, and it's the first time we've played with him, but we're super excited, and uh, his stuff, his original stuff is awesome, you should totally check it out. Yeah, I uh, I dove in a little bit, I was like, yeah, this is, this is killer, mm-hmm. uh, I always think it's a good idea, especially for a release show, that there's only a couple bands playing live, maybe mm-hmm. three tops, I've seen mm-hmm. just bands in town go crazy with four or five people, and it's... Uh, it becomes a crazy event. Yeah. <laughs> you want to be pumped up when you hear new music yeah. from you guys. Uh, I had another opportunity to work with you, uh, PDX Spotlight. We did an in-studio static uh, studio performance, and it's really tough sometimes to just be in those rooms and jam out, but you guys destroyed it. The set was so fun to watch. Uh, I've got so many cool pictures of Eric and Bass Face because I was like on that <laughs> side of the studio. Um, <laughs> one thing that if people haven't seen you live, they got to know, like... Uh, what you do is extremely good. Like you're not just a studio band. You absolutely translate everything that you had uh, on those recordings to that performance. You also have a live EP from uh, Mississippi studio. We'll be listening to a track off of that in the second hour. Um, Obviously your brothers. um, So there's natural chemistry there, but when do you think looking back on your progression as artists that it really clicked in for you that you're like, yeah, we can, make this work and we're not going to kill each other (laughs) yesterday what a great question (laughs) is it still evolving (laughs) (laughs) no i i think i think what can be what can be great about it is you can be honest with each other and what can be hard about it is that you're honest with each other 
uh, <laughs> and maybe people who are listening that are very honest with their family members know what we're talking about. But um, we we've come a very very long way. I think once we went through our first recording process together, start to finish, and we were able to look back on it, um, we were able to realize the fights that were worth it and the fights that weren't, you know, sometimes you have arguments that suck up your time. And in reality, you need to be able to just be in the moment and say, look at what we get to do, period, let alone look at what we get to do together. Um, so I think after we went through that first full album recording experience together, um, I think that's when it really hit us that, you know, Let's be as honest as we can with each other, but life's also too short to fight about certain things. <laughs> so in the end, the music wins, you know. Especially as you're gearing up to tour, you're playing together a lot, you're honing your rehearsals, and then you you go out on tour together. Uh, it's sometimes a little bit stressful. You just recently did a stripped down spring tour. Uh, talk to me about that. Uh, it looks like you you hit a couple, you, you hit Boise, uh, Salem, and Seattle. Yeah, it's kind of been an ongoing Thing. So we, we started um, brainstorming ways that we could travel to new markets um, before all the new music came out. So we didn't really have like new merch to sell or new CDs or we didn't have like, you know, didn't have any other like cash flow. So we're like, how can we just strip it down, fly around, like fit everything as a carry on on a plane and just go to, go to the cities that we haven't been to before. So we started working on the strip set. So we actually did like LA and we went over to Austin in um, Dallas. Dallas, in um, Atlanta, and Birmingham, and yeah. right, uh, some southern states, some southern cities, and um, and then we brought it back up, and we hit the Boise and uh, Seattle and Salem, um, and then uh, I don't know, we might we might add some more too. It's been really fun, actually, especially for me as the drummer. I'm like, wait, all I have to carry is this cajon, <laughs> this box drum. That's yeah. it. <laughs> I was like, I'm down for this. Shaker, tambourine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I think awesome. what was difficult for me is um, Jordan, who's not here, he's doing uh, mainly rhythm stuff. He's the man on that. Um, I can't carry around a bass amp, though. So I'm doing lead guitar and background vocals while we're touring. <laughs> so it was a little bit of a shift for so me. You, yeah, totally. But it's still a lot of fun. Like, we get to revisit our songs, and um, even people that have heard the new single. Mm -hmm. a bunch of times when they came to our strip set completely different in a really good way you know a new breath of life into it or however you want to put that but yeah it's a lot of fun and these days even i mean especially if you're a touring band or artist you have to be ready to do a strip down set mm. at any time as you guys know you know things mm -hmm. don't always go perfectly on the stage mm -hmm. uh coming up i want to talk to you about some of the artists you guys have shared the stage with uh saint lucia mr wives alan stone saint motel all artists i've played on uh, both this show and my thursday show uh, i want to talk to you about that because i would uh, melt inside if that was an <laughs> opportunity for me uh getting back to the playlist you deserve better by james arthur man this is really cool leans uh, a little bit more towards the electronic production but has some really nice nice like uh folk textures in there as well um i wasn't familiar with this artist this is something you've been listening to on tour as well oh yeah. yeah uh he has i think the first song we heard by him was say you won't let go he's kind of just like classic singer songwriter, uh, which is why even this song is kind of a departure from what he normally does but it's kind of like the 
Ed sheeran type of music where it's just like cheesy love songs, and I'm just such a sucker for those. So <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I've been listening to them a ton, and then this one is like kind of like, whoa, where did that come from? But we're, we're vibing on it for sure. Yeah, this is cool. This made my personal playlist uh, while putting this together for the show. Great pick, you guys. I've got my brothers and I in studio until 9 p.m. in the second hour. All music from them and a chance to win tickets to their August 18th EP release show at the Hall at the Holocene. So please stick around. Say hello on the talk board. I'm your host, Luke Neal, and this is Sounds of PDX. I'm just not sure my heart is working. Love is the artist. Paranoid is the track. That's something that uh, my special guests, my brothers and I, have been spinning on their own uh, as they hang out and get ready to release this, uh, I was going to say self-titled EP, but uh, the mystery title <laughs> EP, which is more mystique uh, that adds to the uh, giveaway and the... the I, I don't know. There's always this certain amount of anxiety, I think, as an artist, as you're releasing new music. Uh, that's why singles are good to dip your toe back into the market if you hadn't been there for a while. Um, are you guys feeling any trepidation for the songs that you're going to be sharing? Or are you just, at this point, totally excited for us to get our ears on it? I would say totally excited. Uh, and if anything, like, kind of pissed that they aren't out yet <laughs> uh, because we just like we feel so good about them we've and there's kind of something for everybody in in all the songs coming out we've got we consume music in such a like a, we consume such a large variety of music and i think that shows in how we write um because we kind of just write whatever we're into and so there's everything kind of fits under the umbrella i guess of like kind of more mainstream sounds um but there's some, you know, there's bangers and then there's like a cutesy love song and then there's a piano ballad and like a power ballad and just like kind of like When You're Ready, which is more of just chill pop vibes type of thing. So there's a little bit of everything, um, especially the next two singles we're going to have coming out. Are, we're, yeah, we're super stoked. Any uh, potential release dates on that? Or are we still? Um, are we allowed to say them? I, I think I know what they are, but I'm not. Yeah, I think we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, now I'm not going to remember what it is. <laughs> July July 6th is Temporary Love. Yeah, that's good for um, now. And yeah, that's our next one. Okay, so. perfect. Awesome. So Temporary Love streaming on July 6th. Is it going to make the live set uh, also for the show? Oh, yes. Okay, cool, cool. Oh, yes. um, so it'd be great. Obviously, as a fan, I'd love for you guys to dip back into uh, the first LP, but I can't wait to hear all the new stuff. Uh, when I'll, I'll give Nate Sirota a shout out of Impulse mm -hmm. Artist. He's here, a previous guest of the show. Um, he'd reached out to me. We were talking about his move up here to Portland when he was in LA, but he'd also mentioned uh, Heather in the LA camp and mentioned she was working with you. I was like, this is fantastic. I'm so excited they have new music. Yes, I'd love to get them booked back to the show um, because you guys have this thing. We were talking about it a little bit earlier. You've got a, a thing when you're live that is just captivating to folks. Uh, and I will say not to bash on anybody else who performed in that PDX Spotlight studio, but it it never vibed like that. You know what I mean? It, it really felt like a TV show a lot of times, but uh, sitting there watching you guys film that thing, it was just a, a pleasure to, to hang back and, and watch. Um, so you've got the live prowess. It's tough to get to that place, but when you do and you're confident you can share the stage with some of the artists I mentioned before the break, like mm -hmm. St. Lucia. I've got to hear this story. Like, What type of confidence does that give you when you see yourself on a bill with artists like that? It's pretty crazy. Um, 
Alan Stone, St. Lucia, St. Motel. Uh, what was the other one? Mr. Wives. Yeah. Great band from yeah, Brooklyn. Those four, all four were pretty crazy. Um, for us, I think we were the most starstruck with Alan. Al. Well deserved. Call him we're Al. really close to that, but, um, but not at all. <laughs> and we got to play a few a few shows with him on his tour, open up, and including his like hometown show in Spokane. And oh, so that right. that was yeah. just insane because it was sold out and people were going nuts. And where'd you guys play? Uh, it was knitting, knitting Factory. factory yeah. Oh, cool! Right on. They have one of those in New York too. Great band. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe Chicago too. There's a few of them. Yeah, they're wonderful. Yeah, um, but all of them were great. I mean, all of them were nice. I mean, for us, we we were just you know the local talent that was opening. You know, but everybody was super nice. Um, again, got to give Alan the like extra yeah. little thanks. I mean, he was just seriously so nice. Like most people, are like hey, how you doing? Like thanks, blah, blah blah. Nice to meet you. Talk a little bit. But he was just like treated us like we were on the tour the whole time. Like we were mm. just part of the crew. Yeah. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just can't say enough enough good things about Alan Stone. But all of them, like I said, all of them were great. And it was nice to have that experience of playing in front of bigger crowds too. Cause I mean, they, you know, they're bigger than us. They're, they got a bigger following than us and we wouldn't have been able to play in front of crowds that big and get that experience, which I think helps helped us. Cause that, those, those shows were a couple of years ago now. And so that really helped us kind of take our live performance to the next level. Cause I think you get so comfortable um, once you've had those bigger shows under your belt yeah. for, the, for the, you know, the smaller rooms or whatever else we're doing on our own time. So. Now this is advice for other indie artists. How do you then switch that energy of having that experience to then gearing back up and going to do a stripped down set or even mm -hmm. just a smaller set in a room that doesn't have that type of energy. Like, how do you get back to that place as an artist? We for sure thought like that's, this is what life is for now on. <laughs> yeah. We're like, all right, we're just gonna be playing to like 1,000, 2,000 people every time yeah. Or, yeah. or more, you know, like this is, but yeah, it just, it takes time. And um, I think we all wish we could play to like the Moda Center, you know, and sell out places everywhere we go. Um, but we also appreciate the like slow burn and like, we would never wish for, you know, 15 minutes of fame. We don't, we're not really trying to shoot the top really quick and then yeah. fade away, you know? So if we could get that slow climb, the slow burn career, that's the arc we're shooting for. We've got fans up and down the West Coast, I know for sure. Uh, my sister Carol is listening in Lakeside, Arizona. Uh, after I first met you guys, uh, my niece says I sent them everything that you had. You guys were kind enough to sign some stuff at the PDX Spotlight filming. It made their Christmases that year. So they're diehard fans. I'm sure awesome. they're listening tonight. Ron Braithwaite is listening as well from uh, Summer Lake Hot Springs. Thanks for streaming us tonight, Ron. Uh, hope you're enjoying the playlist and the stories with my brothers and I. We're going to turn back to the playlist now with uh, a song called It Runs Through Me by Tom Mish. This is another cool, almost oh. blending of uh, electronic uh, and classic slash uh, new production singer-songwriter stuff. There's so many things you can do. Eric, uh, you had a particular reaction to this. <laughs> well, just, so we, uh, yeah, I kind of want to listen to it, so I won't talk too much, even though I always talk too much. Um, I just, we kind of grew up around jazz choir, like the classic, you have 12 singers, you have four people in the combo, um, everybody has their own mic and you sing with each other. So we got trained to uh, be attracted to these chords that, like when you were, if you see them on a piece of paper, they don't really make sense. 
like, and, like and dissident maybe some, chords? Yeah, okay. and sometimes maybe they don't sound like they make sense. But as soon as you put a melody through it, it's like the world kind of opens up. And I think uh, his music is really interesting because he's found a way to, like, uh, my wife uh, has never studied jazz, but there's a couple of his songs that I geek into hardcore, but she also uh, loves at a level that she listens, if, mm. if that makes sense. Sure, yeah. It's, it's a very consumable, like, cool accessible accessible type of music and it's just it's it's and some of his lyrics are great too it's i think it's a cool combo yeah super rad i love this song i'm so glad it made it to our playlist uh stick around for the eight to nine o'clock hour we've got all original music from my brothers and i information about their ep release show in august and a chance to win tickets to that exact same show stick around it runs through me is the single the artist is tom mish one two three Uh, back with David, Scott, and Eric of My Brothers and I. Guys, we've been talking about the breakdown and kind of uh, the anticipation of the EP that's growing. Uh, I want to give you a little break because it's always leading up to this as crazy, stressful times. So we're just going to hang out and talk about normal stuff. Uh, <laughs> what do you guys do to kind of relax or get back centered? Are you video games, Netflix, more music? Who's got an odd hobby that they may do? <laughs> Uh, all of the above. Right on. Uh, Be honest. Fortnite can't there go, go can't okay. go wrong with go. Fortnite. Uh, yeah, we you know just hanging out with friends and family and um, reading books and lit, yeah consuming music. Pretty much everything you said. We play sports, play basketball. Um, yeah, anything. Awesome. I feel rope. like you need to unpack the Fortnite thing a little bit more though. It's um, not just like. A, well, occasional. Is it an I, unhealthy well, thing? I, no, 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 no. I like to. Play, David's not in it alone. I really enjoy that type of distraction as well. Yeah. yeah, it's it's great. You know, you just crack open a cold one, and by cold one, I mean <laughs> a diet coke, diet cherry and coke. Uh, di feisty cherry diet coke, yeah. and just squat up with the boys and squat. just have a good time. Yeah, I, th I think there's some camaraderie. I used to do some online gaming when uh, Halo 2 was oh, yeah. rolling yeah. and its thing. I had some buddies that I actually never met. There was a Marine in L.A. I never Ooh. met, and we've been buddies ever Shout since. Like, yeah, I'm just going to hang out and play online. Uh, any movies, TV you guys are uh, particularly um, digging right now? On the road, we've been into podcasts lately. Okay. Jordan got us hooked on a few podcasts, so like when we're driving hours and hours and hours we've been you know whether it's crime mysteries or there was one that was a satire of all these crime mysteries oh, that was hilarious awesome. i can't remember the name of it but that was amazing this too. sounds serious this sounds serious is the name I'm of it i'm writing this down like a parody and of cereal you, yeah, yeah. Okay. so you have, started with cereal yeah you <laughs> yep. have to have so good consume cereal first or something like that and then listen to this with an open mind um and it it's kind of like uh, uh uh napoleon dynamite the first time you see it you're like this is kind of sad but then the right. second time you see it, you understand the humor. You're like, I get this now. Yeah. Uh, shout out to some podcasts. There's a really great one that features the Roseland Theater in town quite a bit. It's called Mortified. And it is a podcast that's just uh, captured live at an auditorium where somebody goes up and they share, they read out of their diary from when they were a kid. And so there's different themes like uh, one woman from Kansas. Uh, she had a whole diary about 
uh, this Harry Potter fan fiction that she'd written for years, and it Whoa. became like oh sexually gosh. explicit because she saw that's what was getting the most read. <laughs> She's reading this in front of all these strangers. So the Mortified Podcast is hilarious Yikes. if you're going to be in for some cringeworthy stories from childhood. Oh <laughs> well, let's uh, get back to the playlist now that we've all uh, found out about David and uh, Eric's love of Fortnite. Um, Sean Mendez is next on the playlist. This he's been killing it. Uh, the direction he took with the new recordings is really great. A more analog, like singer songwriter mm-hmm. thing. Uh, Where were you in the morning? Is the song that we're going to play? Any thoughts on this one? Uh, I think just heck yeah, we're super into Sean Mendez. We're actually working on some live session covers right now, uh, and we actually have one on YouTube currently. And we're just his new album. We're super into it. So just listen to his music and then come listen to ours and uh, hopefully ours is better. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, well, I agree. Yeah, this new record is killer and I do like my brothers and I better. Uh, but here it is, Sean Mendez on PRP. Stick around. We're just gushing about Chance the Rapper, that same drugs here on Portland Radio Project. A part of the playlist tonight for my special guest, my brothers and I. Uh, let's spend some time talking about Chance the Rapper because I think the topic we brought up um, off the air is really important. We're talking about how much he gives back to the community. He really uh, steps in and steps up for, I think he's from the greater Chicago area. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys are obviously from this area. Let's talk about you know some of the ways that you've given back to the community, maybe some of the school things that you've done. Have you ever gone back to like some of the places you went to school and to hang out with the kids there? Nope. That's kind of a trippy experience. <laughs> well, I, was say. I think uh, for me, actually, I've done, we, like Eric was talking, well, maybe that was off the air. We were all in choir uh, at our high school, South Salem High School. And um, the teacher, we all had the same teacher too. And she had a huge influence on our lives growing up. Um, and so I have gone back a couple of different times and just like sat in on the choir Um just like during class or whatever, which is always really fun. And I think I always liked it when older kids would do that. Um, This is always so exciting when like it's the same thing every day, singing the same songs every day for like that end of the year concert. So it's always fun to have like some older person that you really looked up to come in and just like sit in there and hang out with you for that day. Um, So I've done that a couple of times and it's it's fun to, to be a part of that for sure. Wish list. What we? What would you guys do other than the cliche buy houses for your parents? Like uh, you know, if you were blessed with that type of fortune, what are some of the things that you guys are passionate about? Um, there's a lot of things other um, than collecting bases. Eric. No, gosh, <laughs> I don't, man. Um, I don't know. I think right now, at least for us, we like. I'm, I'm a big believer that whatever you make time for is what you hold important. Uh, regardless of how much time you have. And I think that goes with money too. So at least for us right now in the stages that we're at, um, we still volunteer at church almost every Sunday um, using our gifts with music. Um, uh, We try to do that just as much as possible and stay involved with, um, we have a lot of people going to Mexico to build houses soon. Oh, right on. And we gave to, you know, not just build the houses, but so that they could provide beds and couches for these families down in Mexico. We wish we could go. Obviously we have... uh, we can't go next week to Mexico. Um, you know, we're trying to help out where we can. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it's super important. Um, I know for me at least in, you know, mainly cause my wife is a speech therapist 
any form of, um, I think in the future, if we were to come into a sum of money that we would invest heavily into, whether it's a nonprofit or whatever, it would be to help um, get kids the extracurricular, I'm using quotes, um, but like the, the services they need that may not put them in the ER, but things that affect their, like the rest of their adult lives, whether sure. it's talking a little funny, whether it's helping people, um, you know, surgically treat a cleft palate or anything like that. Um, some of those things can really have an effect on you. So I think if my wife and I had the ability to be somewhere along those lines of helping provide medical services. Well, props to her. That takes a special person to yeah. provide that service. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I have history of working with uh, kids that have autism. <clears throat> um, and it's interesting. This is, I can't really make a blanket statement like this, but uh, in a school setting, being around kids with autism, it's amazing actually that the area that one of the areas that they excel the most is actually music, like in music class, which mm. I thought was interesting. I don't know enough about it to like draw any conclusion or make like connections to like, uh, you know, what's, what's yeah. going on behind that. Yeah. But, um, with, <laughs> it's just amazing how many kids there are with autism. Uh, growing up when I was in school, like I just don't, I don't remember it being a thing. Maybe it just wasn't as common. I don't know. But I think that's something that totally holds a place in my heart. Um, if the, if we were ever on a chance level, chance status, <laughs> uh, really an education in any form uh, would be my go-to for sure. That's super rad. Yeah, I appreciate you guys talking about that. You've always been super congruent and uh, spoken about your passion before on the air, so uh, I do appreciate that. And I also thought it was kind of a segue to go into something inspiring, which is uh, the first track I ever heard of yours, which is Dream. Uh, it's off the 2015 Don't Dream Alone LP. Uh, any thoughts to this? It just makes me feel good. This is immediately, uh, I was listening to it with my wife in the car and I turned to her, I said, this soundtrack music right here, man, this is our road trip playlist right away. And it just makes me feel good. Are there any thoughts you'd like to share with our listeners before we play it? Um, I think road trip music is a good way of, of putting it. We've had a lot of, of people that have listened, especially the, to the first album that have just talked about that same sentiment, just like, oh, I was driving from from Washington to California this summer and it was just like oh that album was so perfect for it just like driving uh down the freeway or whatever and I think um if that's the type of music you're creating that feels really good because those are like if someone can listen to your music for that long and like just kind of get lost in in it yeah. on a road trip like I feel like that's one of the best comments you could get because that's like I don't know for me driving in a car too is such a like especially when you're alone or if you're just with like one person that's really special with you or special to you, like those moments can be so important and just kind of peaceful. And like the music, I can't just listen to like some gangster rap in my car, even though I love gangster rap. I was like, I can't. What, yeah. what yeah. I, but like, for me, like, those, that's my road trip. Dude. Those, are like, those are like my intimate moments where I like have my deepest thoughts. And it's kind of a similar place to like right before I go to bed, like, right before I fall asleep and in car drives are just like where I have my most kind of deep moments where I'm just thinking about the craziest things. And sometimes the music has such a big impact on, on what I'm thinking or what I'm feeling or whatever it is. So that's yeah. huge. Well said, man. Uh, I do. I can gush about this song all day. Uh, this is dream by my brothers and I starting off the block of music, uh, all their original music. We're going to end the night with their latest single. When you're ready, Please stick around. We've got tickets to give away to their EP release show coming up. This is Sounds of PDX. I need a dream, dream beaker to ring down the walls. I want to live, live with her, see and do it all before I go away. 
That is my brothers and I here on PRP. We're listening to their music all the second hour. They're releasing new music August uh, 17th. It is uh, an untitled EP for now, a mysterious EP. You've got a six song uh, lineup for it. Can you share any song titles? You teased that you're going to be releasing uh, a new single on July 6th. And what was the... Uh, the title of that track again? That song is Temporary Love. Temporary Love. Now, can you share any other titles with us? For sure. The single after that is called Didn't See It Coming. Um, then there's Always Be Loving You, Just Getting to Know You, and that's... My Heart. My Heart, yes. Are they all written from a particular chapter uh, lyrically for you? Um yeah, I think, um, well, yes and no. We, I actually had the opportunity myself to go to LA about a year and a half ago for like a month and do some writing sessions. And a few of these songs kind of were born out of that, uh, working with some different people down there. Um, and it was a lot of fun. It was a good learning experience, kind of collaborating with some different people whose brains work a little differently. Um, and even then, once I came home, it wasn't like I came home with finished songs. We all, because we all collaborate with all of our songs. Um, and so we came back and worked with the bros on it. And and um, some of the lyrics were like literally made songs fresh in the, in the moment in LA. But there was, I think for Temporary Love, that one is a fun story. I wrote those lyrics in high school um, because I was just a super judgmental kid and uh, just like a jerk. <laughs> But I wasn't actually a jerk. I was more pissed at, I had like my friends that I'm seeing just running around with like a bunch of jerks who don't care about them. And I was just like, you're stupid. You're so much better than this. Like, why are you hanging out with people that suck and don't actually care about you? Um, so did you have these on deck? So when you heard the song, were you like, oh, I got the perfect lyrics for and this? So yeah, so I worked with a buddy uh, named Wyatt and he had the beat and I was just like, this is this is an angry song, and I have some angry words for you. Um, so it was, yeah, it was it was kind of fun when it when you kind of like, especially when you've written something so much or so long ago, and you're just like, that's it, like it just clicks. Did it reconnect like, you with that feeling? Sure. Okay, yeah. yeah, it was fun. Well, hopefully, that will save you some therapy pills. Yeah. <laughs> some of the way an artist can clear their palate mentally and uh, with ear fatigue when it comes to their own stuff is something you guys do really well. It's covers. So how does an artist pick these cool covers to take out on the road? Obviously, you want it to be a crowd pleaser, not too much of a B-side from some of these big artists. But how did you guys settle on? Uh, we're going to play Ain't No Sunshine next, uh, the recording from Mississippi Studio. So let's talk about that one first. Mm. Yeah, I, well, picking a cover, it took us a long time to figure it out because we, for a long time, would do the like rare recording of some song that nobody's heard of, but we knew about it. So we're like, Oh, we're going to cover this and people are, it's going to blow people's mind. And then we quickly, quickly realized like, Oh, nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. like, no we got to play stuff that people know people will recognize. Um, but how did, how did we decide on this one? I mean, we were, we were all about, um, I was going through a phase. I think it was me. I think okay, it was okay, fault. okay. It's totally my fault. Um, we were going, I was going through a phase, um, just studying some of his stuff, um, mainly because John Legend had covered, I can't, I can't write left-handed and he covered it with the roots and that I was like, dang, that's a really great song. Uh, John Legend didn't write that, which broke my heart, but then I was like, oh no, this guy wrote it. And, um, I don't know. I was just in, I was in this phase and I was like, David's voice 
is very similar. You know, I think David's voice would really do well with this. So I think we listened to like three or four of Bill Withers' songs. Um, and then David picked the one that he liked and we kind of went at it. I think we were actually using this as a warm up in the studio with during the first album, if oh, I'm not right on. mistaken. Um, mm -hmm. we, that recording somewhere, even though it's not released. Um, but we were kind of doing it to feel each other out. Um, oh my gosh, you're right. You I totally that? forgot about that. Yeah. Yep. That's and, rad. and when we heard it through the speakers, um, it, it just kind of fit with everything else we were doing too. So we knew we wanted to do that one live. Um, do you have any particular favorite memories from this night? The crowd seems super rad on the EP and that's a great venue at Mississippi studio. Yeah. I think they had custom tea backstage, which was cool. Oh, that's right. Like these three T's are perfect for your vocals before. St and I was like, Whoa, we freaking made it, bro. <laughs> There's so, a witch doctor in that, the green room. That has nothing. Yeah. That has nothing to do with the night of music, but I thought that was fun. I think anytime that you can, cause like we were talking about earlier, not every show is sold out. Not every show maybe has the best energy in the room. I think that was one of those shows where, um, you know, it's not only is there a lot of people, but just the energy is really, really good. Like the, the audience seems to be vibing on it a ton and is listening attentively, but also just like, I think one of the most satisfying sounds is if like you have a cool bass lick or a cool drum fill or a cool vocal fill or whatever it is. And you hear people be like, woo. And it's just like, ah, thank you so much. Like, <laughs> And then you just walk off the stage after that. But um, <laughs> At least they got it. You got what I was trying to uh, yeah, throw out there. Moments like that where like if people are comfortable enough to kind of vocalize those things, I think that's, that's really special. And that was one of those shows for sure. Yeah. There's nothing like uh, the connection with a good live band and their fans. Uh, check this out. If you haven't streamed this on Spotify, this is from their live EP live at Mississippi studios. My brothers and I with their cover of ain't no sunshine. Don't go anywhere. Ain't no sunshine when it seems Ain't no sunshine when she's gone Cause I'm born when she's away Ain't no sunshine So 
Globally, Portland Radio Project, 99.1 FM. The only thing I knew about you was your name, the legend surrounding your local fame. I'd only seen you in those Instagram pictures, left me wondering if in person you look the same. I wanted to make you mine, but I knew I couldn't waste time. You had so many guys on you, they all just waiting in line. And I know it may not be best, but I'm willing to make the climb. Cause baby, you're worth it, my mess ups, so I'm ready to put behind me. I'm ready to put behind me. Captured in a trust so strong Made you think I was perfect Like I could do no wrong Then my shameful past came back for me Now I hear your name in every radio song I know things started out fine But the only thing on my mind Is how we broke up I got with girls and then maybe I lied And you know that I want you back But I know it's gonna take time Gotta go fix my problems And then I'll be back to make you mine oh. I'll be back to make you mine Oh I know I made my 
Mistakes by my brothers and I. They're hanging out with me tonight. We've been spinning their original tunes and picking their brains about the upcoming EP that's going to be out August 17th uh, via Expunge Records. Let's give a shout out to your label. They, uh, they're doing some really cool things in town. Are they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the label. They're yeah. doing cool things in town. Anthony. Uh, yeah, Anthony's yeah. the best, man. I think they're investing in a new uh, venue. In Portland. Oh, I didn't know about that. That's Something great. Like that. Maybe I wasn't supposed to tell anybody. Oh. Uh, sorry, uh, Anthony. Um, <laughs> no, it's yeah, it's that's we good had, news. He has this um, place. I don't know if this is actually the name of it, but we just call it the Cement Studios. Um, I have no idea where it is because I have no idea where anything is in Portland, but it's somewhere. And a lot of bands just like rent out the rooms, and it's like practice spaces. But I guess in the basement, he is now constructing some sort of venue thing. We haven't seen it yet, but that's should cool. be cool. Yeah, yeah, we're we're full of some really great venues in town. Uh, let's talk about some of the venues you guys have been playing, and maybe some wish list venues. What are some of your favorite stages in town? Doug Fur, Doug Fur, yep, yeah, that's great place. A, mm-hmm. That was Moda, <laughs> Moda, <laughs> someday. Um, I think Crystal Ballroom obviously is great. We haven't played there yet, but that's obviously like you set your goals, and that's definitely on the list. Yeah, um, we played Wonder Ballroom, which was which was a pretty sweet yeah. venue. Um, Mississippi Mississippi Studios was good. I think Doug Fur is definitely like our favorite so far that we've actually had a, a chance to play in. Yeah, I've heard it's got great. Uh, it's a quiet stage. So David for you as a vocalist, I'm sure you totally dug that. Mm-hmm. Uh, were there any stages on tour that you guys have uh, gone into the room and gone, oh my gosh, what is this? But it ends up being a super rad place. Uh, in Texas, um, <laughs> we played a show in Austin. Was it called the Carnival? The Carousel. The Carousel. The Carousel Lounge. On stage slash behind the stage was a like a sculpture of a big giant elephant. Pink. (laughs) Pink elephant. Maybe maybe six or seven feet tall. Yeah. Wow. Very large. Um, which that one just ended up being what it was that didn't end up being cool. (laughs) It was a circus. (laughs) It's just kind of (laughs) weird. But but those experiences are fun and it's like. As hard as it may be in the moment or weird or whatever, uh, those are definitely experiences you look back on and it's like, 
you you'll never forget it because it's just so unique well one thing that we've learned over the years i think as a group is you know we have a ritual before we go on stage we do that every single time um and i think that helps us clear our minds and remember that somebody has come to this show to see us regardless of the venue or how many people are there and what's cool about that show with the pink elephant behind us is this uh, uh, maybe high schoolish age girl and her mom came to see us. Um, and, you know, there was there were people there, but not as many as we would have liked. And she was singing every single dang song. Wow. And it was amazing. And I was kind of tired of singing, to be honest. So I waved her up and she got to sing Fly Away with David that night because she was she was into it. She didn't care how many people were there. She didn't care that there was some huge elephant behind us. <laughs> she was just there to sing along. And, yeah. I, and, you know, and in that moment, we were like, she needs to be up here. So she's actually really good, too. She, she knew really all the <laughs> harmonies and everything. I, I was, was pretty wild. She was better than me. She was better than me. She stayed up the rest yeah. of the night. <laughs> and I went to the She's back now in the band. We're good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's all. Awesome. Well, that's what it's about is connecting. And you guys did that on a really deep level with the song Scars that's next on the playlist. Mm. Uh, you've shared with me in the past, you know, just some of the stories of, of people reaching out to you with what this has meant to them. What did that first mean to you when you were getting this feedback from a song that is obviously connected to you in a very personal way, then people are applying it to their situations and finding strength in it. I think it's, I mean, that's why you do this is to connect. Yeah, exactly. I think, um, it was actually our mom that showed us a quote from Bruce Springsteen. Uh, and the quote is, um, you can change someone's life in three minutes with the right song. Uh, and as cheesy or as cliche as that sounds, we found out with Scars how true it is. Like, it doesn't matter really what you were even intending for a song. And I think we try to, to write music that is super personal to us and the vulnerability shows through but it's open enough to where people can apply it to whatever it is going on in their life. Um, and I think we s see on our live session of that song on YouTube, there's still like week after week, a new comment of somebody that's heard it uh, and just like telling their story. And it's like, it's pretty powerful wow. stuff. Like um, I, it's something you, you don't really get used to. Like every new comment, you're just like, ah, it's just like a knife to the heart. It's like, it's pretty crazy. I think that's every songwriter's daydream is to have somebody give them feedback, say what you wrote helped change my life. Mm. Uh, especially with a song like this, you can tell the intention was there and it's it's extremely powerful. We had our first fan get a tattoo. Uh, her name's Sarah. Shout out to Sarah. Um, for super fan. Sarah super the fan. intern. Yeah, yeah, Sarah the intern on Twitter. Go follow her. <laughs> um, no, she, she sent us a picture and we actually wrote a blog post about her because she wrote a blog post about what she was going through and we were like wow. hey can we share this so she sent us a picture of her tattoo what it meant to her and it's along said we've long, all got scars yeah it's yeah and mm. you know i i don't want to tell her story you can go to our website and check it out but um yeah just to support you know what david was saying just i think we sometimes forget when we get caught up in ourselves how important this job is so it, it's really cool to hear feedback from people it's it makes it all worth it so yeah I think another part about that song or another aspect to that song <clears throat> or the the way that it spread was the multiple placements that got through licensing. Mm -hmm. And I think that is really what opened it up um, yeah. in terms of like when you go online, you see the numbers on the YouTube video, the streaming numbers. And I think for us, that was motivating 
because it wasn't like our mom or <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah uh you know our your buddy that you went yeah, to school with sure yeah. being like oh it's such a good song the lyrics are great it's like cool thanks like really appreciate it but it was like complete strangers you know from across the country like never seen us never don't know who we are they just stumbled upon the song so it was on a show they were watching or something you know so yeah um was this on pretty little liars th- this one was a couple different places okay. it's it, round. it, it the two biggest features, one was a VH1 family therapy. And I know it's like a celebrity therapy family, like rehab thing. Uh, but that's kind of what started it. And then about a year later, it got placed on Queen Sugar, which is on the Oprah Winfrey network. And that was, I mean, we've had stuff on a lot of shows and usually it's like, oh, wait, I think that's it in the back. Do you hear it? That's our song. Uh, this was like a 45 second on to Queen a minute. Sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it's like. 30, 45 second like feature of the song emphasizing the words and how uh, like how the producer kind of tied it in with the storyline that was going on. It seemed like it was a song written for the show. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was, like it was no, one of those features. Like no dialogue over it or anything. Like huh. that was like the focal point of these scenes of just like this really, and I've, you like you don't have to well maybe it's just because of our it was our song but watching the episode having never ever seen it in my life i was like crying myself (laughs) not because it's us but it's just like a fit like when Mm -hmm. you kind of remove yourself from it it it's like holy cow like this really did fit well yeah and that's one of those things it's like we had nothing to do with that like there was no you know hard work that went into making that opportunity happen uh i mean we obviously work hard but it's just one of those opportunities where it feels like uh just kind of affirmation that there's something bigger going on under or uh yeah. you know, a bigger author out there writing the story for us so that's pretty serendipitous for one artist who is uh, making film has a totally different medium which is your guys is creating music to just fit in perfectly that's pretty powerful so uh, i want to dedicate this to everybody that this song has helped or it could help this is scars by my brothers and i please stick around they'll be with me until 9 p.m They say time heals all wounds I don't agree Every wound leaves a scar They're all over me They remind us where we've been And they teach us where to go if you haven't forgiven It's a let them know I know you're lost But it's okay We've all got scars You are not alone Don't turn your back Time to carry on A kid afraid of the dark Of what he can't see Somebody scared of the light That's a tragedy 
Don't run and hide Just because there is a storm If you keep your head high You will find your way home I know you're lost But it's okay We've all got scars You are not alone Time to carry on I know your heart It's time to carry on I know your heart It's time to carry on I know your heart It's time to carry on Cause we're going through a tough time And we know that it ain't right But you say you want a demon Won't you please stay here and fight Won't you stay
day here by my brothers and I. That's off their 2015 release. Uh, they've been working on some new music that's coming out uh, in August on the 17th. They're going to be playing a great show for us at the Holocene here in town. Before we uh, talk about the live shows that are coming up, you're going on a, on a tour. You're going to be playing Seattle before you play Portland, right? Mm-hmm. So you're going to Seattle, Portland, and then you're headed down to West Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, so are there any other city stops in this tour, are you going to be adding anything later to that? Um, probably San Francisco will actually be before LA, but we right haven't announced it yet. Okay, cool. You gotta, you gotta, you know, get the yeah. details. I like well, it. Um, if anybody is listening and we haven't come to your city yet, like just Instagram us or Facebook us. Um, that's also really, we always enjoy adding shows wherever we can. Sometimes we just need a little help as to, um, <laughs> make the connection yeah Yeah. and sometimes our fans have the greatest suggestions of like hey this is where you should play this is where you should go and when you're done this is where you should eat dinner so those type (laughs) of messages are perfect for us your own little uh, Yelp corner from your fans yeah I'm sure you guys too have seen bands in town that you're like why are you at this venue you should have help. You, you need yeah. to be at a different place. Uh, well, let's give away tickets. Let's do a couple tickets. We'll get you on the, the guest list for the show, the EP release show with Dylan Dunlap, Saturday, August 18th at the Holocene at 8 p.m. Now, what you're going to do is please be safe if you're driving. You'll need to pull over, but you're going to text the key word MBI, the initials MBI, to 27299, the first person to get to us. We will get you on the guest list couple tickets for the EP release show. Once again, the keyword is the initials MBI for my brothers and I, and you're going to text that to 27299. As we look back to the playlist here, uh, a song I really haven't dove in uh, to talk to you guys about off of that first LP is Nowhere to Run. This one has, um, again, another timeless feeling, but I never talk to you about the inception of this thing what inspired this song i think it's kind of an under the radar track it's not one that gets talked about a lot on the lp but it was one of my favorites right away yeah this one uh i think actually i more recently started playing piano and using kind of piano as for my writing tool uh but but before i did that all i did on GarageBand was sing every part like sing the bass part sing the guitar part because i just was not as musically inclined like eric can play anything with strings i did not get that gift <laughs> um so before i knew how to play really in instruments i did that and so that whole song i built out with vocals like i think i even beatboxed mm-hmm. yeah the yeah drum you had part. the beatbox like i just oh, full rad. acapella that song so that was a pretty interesting one to write and that was kind of the first song we came together on um and built it out after that like after i kind of had the 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 bare bones of it then i brought it to these guys and played our first show and that was our first live session video we ever released was wow. Nowhere to Run and that song that video is how Kyle our manager got a hold of us which he was like a hometown friend and now he was in LA and wanted to do managing and got a hold of us through that video that video he showed to Anthony our label owner and hooked Anthony like that and then Anthony came to a show and then he signed us so that song was kind of like just it's all it'll always have a special place in our heart because it kind of started everything for us in a way and got us connected with the people that we're still working with now um so that one's 
it's a pretty special song to us. Yeah, for sure. So that's as they call it in the music business or used to. This is your golden egg. Uh, this started everything for you. That's awesome. I, I didn't know that story. It is one of my favorite off of the LP from 2015. Don't dream alone. We're going to be playing your new single at the end of the show. Uh, and also we have a chance right now to win some tickets. If you missed it just a moment ago, you can text the keyword MBI, those initials MBI to 27299. Stick around much more with my brothers and I here on Portland Radio Project. Trying to control me Nothing I could do or say If you fall to pieces through the hard times There wasn't much to you anyway And now we're on this bus together Gonna be here for a while Babe, I hide in my headphones and close my eyes Hoping I don't hear your voice or see your smile Cause I don't have Shake this bad dream I'm walking through the darkness all alone Searching for a light to guide me I don't know if I'll ever find my way Feels like I could be lost forever Oh Feels like I could be lost forever Cause I don't have Make up your damn mind In the beginning it was perfect But your heart I couldn't find Yeah, you got me going Yeah, you got me going Yeah, you got me going Crazy Yeah, you got me going Crazy Yeah, you got me going Crazy Yeah, you got me going Cause I don't have
something about your touch It's changed the way I see I can't believe I was so blind To things right in front of me You're a bird, I'm a bird Fly away together
Flyway by my brothers and I here on Sounds of PDX. They've been my special guest all night. Uh, I want to thank them again for the time and stories that you've all brought in, uh, whether they were extremely embarrassing hmm. or moving. I think we covered the entire gamut tonight. Yes. Uh, quick shout out on the talk board. Carol said this has been one of my favorite shows. Such good music. You can't really go wrong if you've got a whole hour of my brothers and I. So, <laughs> uh, well, guys, we're going to be playing the your latest single here. Uh, just a quick reminder: we did have some winners for the tickets, uh, the August eighteenth EP release show at Holocene. So, congratulations to you. We will get the information out to you and uh, get you on the guest list so you can come hang out with us. That's going to be a super rad show. Um, the The latest thing you guys have released is a, a little bit of a shift in sound. It's been one of the more requested songs for my uh, Thursday show, The Listening Party. It's called When You're Ready. And uh, Nate here gave me a quick uh, early look back in the day at the video. And I was like, this is just super <laughs> rad. <laughs> so I've got some questions for you. Yeah. Uh, first off, David, did you know the actress before shooting the video? <laughs> I did not. And the funny thing is we actually, because we'd never, we've never done this before or had not done this, like all of our videos, we had kind of had to do a lot of the legwork. Um, and like set up and get the idea. But this is our first experience in, of like someone bringing an idea to us and like having there be a crew. We just got to show up and have fun. And we actually thought it was going to be a different girl. And I guess the girl was like had something came up and the girl like couldn't do it. And so this girl was uh, the, the other girl ended up getting called like the night before Wow. And was available and like willing to be a part of it. So we're super grateful mm -hmm. that she was even, awesome. Yeah. And she ended up being awesome and actually was from Portland oh, uh, right. and went to Jefferson, I think, mm -hmm. Jefferson High School. And so it was just like these crazy connections yeah. and just she was, yeah, she was amazing, super sweet and super uh, flexible with everything and and yeah she was she was great you had a lot of camera type david was that uncomfortable for you or is that something you really did uh super uncomfortable yeah because <laughs> i'm a, i am naturally an incredibly awkward person uh not suave or smooth with the ladies in any sense uh and so i was pitting out quite a bit and she also is i think great word like 20 three or 24. So it was like older woman. And I'm like, just like, ah, so many cards just, stacked against so you. many <laughs> cards. Uh, and I, I hope I got more comfortable throughout the weekend that we're shooting, but, uh, it didn't feel like it. Scott, how did it look from the outside? <laughs> well, like specifically, I remember, I remember there's, uh, <clears throat> There's a section of, of shooting in the day where David had to go out by himself and dance kind of by himself, like with the lighting and everything. And so he's going for like 20 minutes and they're getting all the angles and he's doing his thing, pretending like she's there, but she's not really there yet. And so, and it's like pretty awkward. Like it's okay. He's getting more comfortable as it goes on. And then not he a like, dancer. then they swap and now it's her turn to get her shots in. And so he walks off and she starts and instantly you're like, Oh, so she's done this before. That's what this should look like. That's dude. what a dancer is. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Jordan's role in the video too. He plays like uh, the pseudo sleazy director right yeah did yeah. he step up to that role was he like give me so this thing the the idea came from uh one of our connections mark mason who uh went to high school with me but he's in the oc right now uh working for still moving pictures and they brought this idea to us They're like hey we want to get into music videos this is what we think we should do and it was great um and i think almost instantly they're like this is the character though so it's either we hire an actor along with the the female actress um 
or can one of you guys do it? And I think we, Jordan wasn't even at that meeting, but mm, we looked yeah. at each other. We're like, yeah, Jordan's Jordan, doing we that. Knew. <laughs> They're like, he needs a solid he, mustache. Out of, all, <laughs> out of all four of us, he he's so natural in front of a camera and he's such a uh, thespian and he's really, really good. Uh, I don't think they gave him direction. Um, <laughs> no, they one, didn't. They didn't give him direction at all. He yeah. did his own thing. So if you watch it, there's scenes where he's like yelling, like very demonstratively, you know, <laughs> do this, do that. Well, if you can read lips, I don't know, like slow it down maybe, you can see he's just making stuff up off the top of his head. <laughs> yeah. Like he didn't have actual lines, so he just had to make it up. So he's yelling at this uh, this girl and he's actually yelling at her and it's just complete <laughs> nonsense. And it was actually, you. if you look closely in those scenes where he's yelling, I'm behind him doing like my thing with the little like, because I'm like the behind the scenes photographer or whatever you can see I'm staring down but I'm I am laughing the whole time because I just can't keep a straight face. So oh, I was I'm gonna like, have to rewatch that. It was, now. Yeah, there's little moments where you can see me cracking in the background because I just you know we all just have so yeah. much fun together and it was hilarious just watching him be the unchained. One, the one regret we had from that video was that nobody was recording audio. Oh, just because for, I mm-hmm. would have loved to hear the playback of Jordan's <laughs> the rant. Like he would say, uh, "Just imagine, imagine, uh, uh, imagine the clouds are rainy, but with a bit of sun." And he's <laughs> screaming like, these like random lines that make no freaking sense at the top of his lungs. You get them all hopped and, up on Mountain Dew, and then let them go. <laughs> the lighting guys are cracking up. The guys behind the camera are cracking up. It's, We're in the other room watching it with like our manager um, and Stu, and we are dying. But we know that we can't laugh too loud or else David will start laughing and he's in the background on camera. Oh, so it was a rough was, hour of Jordan on camera. Awesome. I think That's he broke awesome. some of their props too. He did. He <laughs> broke a flamingo at one point. Yeah, they, yeah, he like kicked over a flamingo just because he gets carried away with his character. And <laughs> I don't think we ever got the bill for that. but <laughs> some Somebody covered it. Uh, it's fantastic. I'll put the link on the talk board to that because uh, it is quite entertaining. Well, guys, thanks again for being here. I was uh, just so excited to hear from Nate at Impulse that you had new music coming out and an EP release coming up. So congrats again to our winner here. Thanks for supporting local radio. My brothers and I are going to be taking the stage at the Holocene August 18th, just a day after their brand new EP will be available for stream. They can download it now. I also have the link. I'm going to put that on the talk board so they can go to the pre-order. Any special instructions for that? I don't know. Pretty standard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's a nice, simple web Thanks for supporting us. Wherever you support us. Thanks so much. Yeah. Well, before we play the song and let you guys off into the evening, any shout outs or goodbyes? Oh, just thanks for having us, man. We yeah, love it. Yeah. Oh, it's a pleasure. So much fun. Yeah, I was really excited to get you guys back on the show. You were one of my first guests, so uh, I appreciate you helping me get a start here in Sounds of PDX. Yeah. Uh, you are always welcome back. I've spun this song quite a bit uh, in the last couple months. This is When You're Ready by my brothers and I. I've been your host, Luke Neal. Until next time, reminding you to, to support and discover local music. Have a great night. Fresh new music. Portland Radio Project. I wish you could see Everything that you and I could be I would give you everything you need You just gotta tell me when you're ready Got a smile that lights up the room Gives me feelings you could see right through It's been friendly for a while now mm-hmm. Wish that I could say something but don't know how I've been waiting on the silence Sitting here in silence 
waiting for love to take shape I could feel it coming No way out running Knew that it would come one day Waiting for love to take shape 